The Weekend Legends Catch-Up Podcast. Best listened to in a Mazda BT-50. Built smart and built tough. Make sure it's built like a BT-50. So what do you got cooking this weekend, huh? Put your head between your legs in the brace position and get ready for another week of bats hitting balls. Balls through nets and off rackets with coaches blowing up and referees entering the witness protection program. Sit back, relax and enjoy what Triple M modestly calls... The Weekend Legends. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Now, Andrew Rose, yep. the A-League, the Big Blue is on again tomorrow. I'm very excited. I always love a Big Blue, especially since last time we played Melbourne. We beat them 6-1. So let's just do that again tomorrow. That'd be really nice. And later this hour, we're going to get a chance to talk to Sydney FC superstar Brandon O'Neill about the Big Blue coming up tomorrow. There was a hilarious moment in the NBA this week where Austin Rivers, playing for the Houston Rockets, Help get his coaching father, Doc, who was coaching the opposition Clippers, ejected from the game. So good. We want to know, have you had some trouble being coached by one of your family members? Or have you created some pain mm-hmm. by coaching one of your family members? We're also going to look at all the latest movements in rugby league, including the players, the coaches, the CEOs. Where were the Tigers chasing Latrell Mitchell? And what about the big turbo deal for Manly? Speaking of Manly, no matter what you think of the Seagulls, this man, this icon, was impossible to hate. Beaver, Steve Menzies is on the line next. And he's oh. going to give us the lowdown on the Turbo Brothers, as well as who he wants to run at him at Legends of League today. I'm pumped. It's the Weekend Legends here on Triple M. It's the radio equivalent of chowing down on a bacon and egg roll at your kids under six soccer. Uh. Triple M's Weekend Legends. Back with Chris and Rose on the Weekend Legends, Sydney's 104.9 Triple M. And Legends of League is on today with some of the great rugby league icons taking part up in Newcastle today, Chris. Isn't it funny, Lachlan? We're always talking about, well, the league season is done. And then all of a sudden, yes, we've got Legends of League at McDonald Jones Stadium. Comes back to make me happy, Chris. It's a nines format, Rose. There are six teams. Your Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs, Newcastle, of course, Parramatta-Penrith, Brisbane, and the Mighty Barbarians. Yeah. They're raising funds for the Mark Hughes Foundation. And from those Mighty Barbarians, Manly Warringah legend Steve Menzies. Steve, good morning. How are you, mate? Good morning, boys. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure to talk to you, Steve. We are over the moon. Yeah. Now, we worked out by a process of elimination of those clubs that you had to be playing for the Barbarians. Who else is in your lineup? Um, Todd Carney's in there. Yes. Um, Michael Crocker. Um, there's a, there's some, um, an array of old but skilled um, you know, players. It's... Yeah, you go through some of the lineups: Danny Badiris, Nathan Highmark, yeah. Wendell Saylor, Matt Utai. Remember oh, Matt Utai? Oh, yeah, Canterbury and the Tigers. Mason, um, Craig Gower. It's um, yeah, it's Reese West. I'm just having a look through the things. It's Scotty Prince, it's Nathan a, Blacklock. It's a lineup of absolute Andrew Simons is playing for the Andrew Simons, wow. the cricketer. He's playing for Brisbane. He loves a shoulder charge. We've seen him on the cricket field <laughs> yeah, do that. Well, and with, Get in line for the shoulder charges on him, I reckon. Right? And, and <laughs> Steve, if you're playing with Carney and Crocker, it's just three clean skins there. That's a that's an immaculate yeah, lineup. Yeah, on the field, I'll be hanging around them. Um, that's that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> no, they're, they're, I know Croc and Todd. They're, they're good guys, and uh, all the boys are really excited to play uh, out there today. Games start at one o'clock. I'm in the first game. Oh, nice. We're taking on Brisbane. So my one goal, hopefully he's not listening, is to crush Wendell Saylor. <laughs> if anyone's listening, if Wendell won't, runs at me, I won't be going crazy at everyone else, but if Wendell runs at me, I'll be trying to crush him. There Just you go. You can start hashtag run at Menzies. That'd be great. We'll get Wendell I'm to do it. it. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
Get that going. Steve, it's uh, so good to talk to you about the League of Legends. I'm a big fan of this format. Uh, Being a Dogs fan, uh, we have the potential to win our third title in a row, uh, having won the last two. And also being a Dogs fan, I need something happy in my life. So do do you think the Dogs can go triple back? (laughs) Mate, they're they're very strong. Brent Sherwin, uh, Andrew Ryan. They, they're sneaky. So they start training like three or four months ago. They have like a full preseason. We've been in the pub having a couple of beers for the last two weeks. Now they're training. They're making this too crazy. But now look, they're, they've got a good group, a group of um, of guys that are still super fit. You know, and that's uh, that's that's key. They can still play. You watch, um, you know, guys like Andrew Ryan. Just his ball skills. It's mm. it's good to see. So they they would be favourites to go in again. Um, this year. I love to hear it. Mate, uh, something we wanted to ask your opinion on being, you know, I'll be straight with you, Steve, uh, being a Bulldogs fan, uh, Manly was a team that we loved to hate back in the day, but we could never hate you. For some reason, you were always loved, even though you played for Manly. And these days, I feel like the Trebojevic brothers are carrying that torch that you left there at Manly. They just signed for $13 million over six years. How do you feel about them becoming icons of that team? I think it's really important for them. It's really important for the club. I think it's a great signing. And as you said, they're just great young kids that um, the local juniors played for Manavale Raid. Like, they're just, they are what Manly's about, you know. It's um, it's just good to see that the the way they perform on the field, they're amazing. And off the field, they're just regular kids from, you know, they still get down there and help out their old man and setting up fields. And, you know, they're they're down to earth. Uh, It's just really good to see. Yeah, and... All the media stories we get, it's you know we need to promote these types of things as well a little bit more because there are there are some great role models out there as well. Absolutely, I think people like to jump on players, but I, I don't know, Chris. It makes me uncomfortable all these people being liked from Manly. It just doesn't feel natural. No, we've got other teams we can hate now: <laughs> the, the Storm, the Roosters. Oh yeah, good We're, point. I love Manly, Steve. We couldn't let you go without just quickly reflecting on your trademark headgear. We've always been curious. How many headgear did you have? Do you have them in, on display in a cabinet? Yeah. Have you considered a commercial partnership with JT, something yeah. like that? Are you, are you like Batman? Do you have like 100 of them in a cupboard somewhere? Uh, I wish I did. I, I have three left. Oh, wow. Um, oh, did you know they stopped making that about six years after I started Wow. playing? Oh, wow. So I've literally had 10 for the last 13 years, 14 years. Okay, well, I've... Like, literally... That's to, incredible. To I'm contacting Ooh. ScoMo. One of those headgear has to be taken from you and put into the National, Music- oh. National Museum instantly. That's a great they, idea. They, they did request one. They did this history of rugby league, and the guy rang up and said, can I have one of your headgears to put in? Fantastic. I was, I was quite, um, you know, quite chuffed and also quite... Um, disappointed that I was that old to go into the history of rugby league. Well, this, af- this afternoon in the Legends of League, Steve, up at McDonald Jones Stadium, make sure you don't damage it when you take Wendell's legs away from him. <laughs> All the very best. It's been great to talk to you this morning. Cheers, guys. Thanks very much. And it's going to be a good, fun day. Um, and hopefully Wendell can run at me. Absolutely. Beaver and Wendell, <laughs> that's going to be great. Get down there. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks, guys. Make sure you catch a Steve Menzies playing the Legends of League. It is on today. You get to see some of the greats running around. Good to see the golden oldie still out and about. I tell you what, we get to do some pretty fun stuff on this show, but Chris had the biggest grin on his face that entire time talking to Beeve. I mean, Mal Meninga and Steve Menzies in the one month. Oh. Put a fork in me. I am done. <laughs> Next, we've got a strange father-son interaction from the NBA over in the USA. And we want to know from you, when has family screwed you at sport? We're going to ask that next. It's the Weekend Legends here on Triple M. It's a show on the weekend, and these guys are legends. So naming the show was a no-brainer. Triple M's Ghost Mutt. I know, I mean... 
Sorry, what is it? Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose. And the Kings are doing well in the NBL this year, but there's a lot of interesting news out of basketball this week that we need to be across, Chris. Sydney's basketball mad, Lachlan, at the moment. The Kings are leading the league, eight wins, one loss. And tomorrow, 2.45pm at Kudos Bank Arena, they take on the Illawarra Hawks. Ah, this is the team with the famous Lamello ball in it, right? Correct. The yes. Hawks, who are ninth, which is another word for last. <laughs> it's the first chance for Sydney crowd to look at Lamello ball. He is a projected number one NBA draft pick next year, Rose. That is, I, I don't know, people that don't watch basketball as much as we do, I can't stress to you how big that is. For someone to be projected number one draft pick, that means you're potentially the best basketballer to get in the NBA this year. It's crazy. They expect at least 2 million viewers on the west coast of the states watching it. 15,000 people for the largest ever regular season standalone crowd at Kudos tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be epic. They did get 17,000 back in 99 with a Kings Razorbacks double. I was there. Uh, I was in year nine. Let's not talk about it. I want to take you across to NBA for a second, Chris, because there was some interesting turn of events in a game in the NBA this week. We had the Houston Rockets taking on the LA Clippers, two teams who are in the hunt for a title this year, but very good teams. And the coach for the Clippers, Doc Rivers, lost his temper in the game. And there was a player on the other team, the Houston Rockets, who was yelling at the ref and getting involved, trying to say, give that coach a technical foul, send him out of the game. Who was that? None other than Doc Rivers' own son, Austin Rivers. Doc Rivers is at midcourt right now. Tony Brothers... Look at Austin Austin Rivers. Rivers. Look at his son. No, that's the best. Look at his son saying, call him for a tee. Tee up, my dad. He's on the other team, and there it is. Doc's son begging for his dad to get a technical. Incredible audio. Even better footage because the son, Austin, is saying, ref, give that coach a technical foul. Don't worry that it's my dad. The moment he technical fouls him and sends him off, this player loses it. He just falls on the ground laughing. He's just got his dad sent off from a sports game. Got him ejected, and he also gave the gesture with the hand to the ear. He goes, call me dad, call me dad. Call me, call yeah. me afterwards. It's got to be tough. Like, my dad was my basketball coach when I was a kid. Well, how was that for you? Uh, nightmare. Absolute nightmare. You're pe- Actually, I want to hear from people about this. One triple three five three. call us up if you've ever had a family member be your coach or something involved in sport. And they've ruined it for you. What's your crazy story? Uh, well, yeah, I want to hear these crazy stories because I know what it's like, right? Firstly, I was the best player in the team and I could never win the MVP because, you know, the dad Because you weren't the best player in the team. No, I was. It's just my dad was the coach. So it was he, he felt guilty about oh, giving me the years trophy. Years of counseling followed that, I'm sure. He'd lean in at the McDonald's drive-thru and go, you're the real MVP to me, boy. <laughs> that always made me feel good. <laughs> what has your family done to mess with you at sport? We'll take the best callers next. It's the Weekend Legends here on Triple M. Kicking you right in the weekend. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose on Sydney's 104.9 Triple M. And we put the call out just before. What has your family done to interfere with your sport or stuff up your sport, Rose? Yeah, that's right. We were talking about the incident in the NBA this week uh, where Doc Rivers' son got him technical fouled and sent off from an NBA game. Hilarious footage. And we wanted to know, have you had any experiences like I did with my dad being my basketball coach? So let's go to Joe in George's Hall first. Joe, what experience did you have with your family member controlling you in a sport realm? How you going, guys? Uh, yeah, my uh, my dad thought he was uh, our trainer. He was he wasn't our coach or anything like that. What sport was this? It was uh, soccer. It was under twelve. Okay, all right. And it just happened to be a game where we had some scouts watching our game, so I was uh, keen on getting selected. Sure, and sure. My uh, my dad. Uh, 
thought he was the trainer. He'd run up and down the side. And I actually told him, Dad, be quiet for this game. Don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, he's gone and basically trying to get me to push up further up the field so I can attack and maybe score a goal. Yeah. And my coach is trying to get me to pull back, pull back. <laughs> Eventually, they got into a scuffle and my dad's gone over and whacked the coach with a water bottle across his head and all hell broke loose. So your dad attacked the coach with a water bottle. What is he, a Bulldogs fan? Well, it sounds a little bit like ScoMo's <laughs> <Yeah>. work recently. <laughs> awesome, Joe. That's an amazing one. Your dad getting into a fight with your coach when the scouts are there. Goodness me. Let's go to Don in Mulgala. Don, are you there? Yeah, how you going, guys? Good, Good champion. Night. How did your family get involved with you in sport? Well, it wasn't my family. It was a teammate's father was the coach of, of okay. us when we were playing football. This is back in the sort of mid-70s, okay, yep. not under nines. Mm-hmm. His father's screaming at him. He's a good player, the young guy, you know, like our teammate. Sure. Good player. And anyway, the coach is screaming at him and screaming at him all through the game. Tight game. Anyway, he had enough of it. He had the ball. He's run back to our own gold line. <laughs> all right. The opposition player has come up. All right, he's passed the ball to him, scored under the post, they win the game, we don't make it through How to the final. He looked at his father, flipped him the bird and walked off. He's, what a heel turn. I, I think he's a hero. D- dinner that night would have been fun. I coached my daughter and partner at basketball. Yeah. Rose. My daughter, Grace, good listener, absorbed the teaching points, executed on, on court. Yeah. My partner, Mary Jane. Uncoachable. Yeah, she, you won't listen to a word you have to say. Thank you, Don. That's a great one. Let's go to Fiona in Ride. Fiona, how did your family get involved with you in sport? Oh, my sisters were both really good at sport. They did softball, netball. Nice. My dad was the, my dad was the scorer at softball for years and years. Mm. Beautiful. Um, and I was either in the debating team or I played tennis. Okay. Um, and no one came to watch me play tennis except one time my mum did. <laughs> And um, she told me that I ran like a pregnant crab. (laughs) (laughs) My heart is breaking, but I'm also laughing, Fiona. Sorry about that. Pregnant crab. That's amazing. Uh, How good, Fiona. And thank you all for your calls. We love local sporting (laughs) stories. Keep them coming. We might grab some on the air. But next, Brandon O'Neill from Sydney FC is on the line. And we've got some doubles to give away to the Yon Blue Cup. That's next. He definitely doesn't run like a pregnant crab, does he? No, he he wouldn't. He's fit. We'll do that next. It's the Weekend Legends here on Triple M. Put your feet up on the dash, recline the seat, and let these guys take the wheel, metaphorically. Obviously. Triple M's Weekend Legends. Back on the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose. And this Sunday, the Big Blue is on and with a whole new meaning. It's also the Beyond Blue Cup, guys. Mm. Sydney FC take on Melbourne Victory. They do, Lachlan. 6 p.m. Sunday at Jubilee. Now, Sydney FC currently in fourth on nine points, but with a game in hand, Rose. Mm. That's right. Now, to talk us through the Big Blue and the Beyond Blue Cup, we have Brandon O'Neill from Sydney FC. G'day, Brandon. Hey, boys. How are we? Oh, mate, always a pleasure. We're well, and we're excited. Now, the lineups appear a bit fluid. You might have Ryan Grant back from Socceroos duty, potentially Michael Zullo. Victory's forward line is completely makeshift. There's even talk of Robbie Cruz playing. How do you prepare for a forward line that you've never really seen? <laughs> yeah, it's, um, obviously it's a, a different challenge for us this week. I've said it kind of throughout the week that we'd obviously like to play every team at full strength, whether that be Melbourne, whether that be Glory, whether that be Brisbane. We want to play everyone's best side. If that's not the case, then we have to reframe it and re-challenge our minds. I think any normal team could go into a big game like this, think, oh, we may not be able to give our best here and we may still get the result. 
but it's a very, very good trait we have here at Sydney FC that we don't even think like that. And if anything, we look at the last game we played against them in the semi-final. And Absolutely. I was a 6-1 victory in the semis. I, I, I remember it like it was yesterday. It was such a great victory. But uh, <laughs> it's good to hear that Sydney FC aren't a complacent team. Someone who hasn't been complacent recently, Barbarousas really stepped up in the victory over Newcastle. And now there's talk that not just the players in Melbourne, but the fans in Melbourne are ready for the Cobra. <laughs> the Cobra, that's brilliant. I'll have to tell that to him when he walks in this morning. He'll love that. Is that common? Um, are you guys all calling him the Cobra? Uh, there's a few um, There's a few pranksters in our team, and um, they're bringing in him Alan's snakes, lollies, and uh, <laughs> this, that, and the other. But um, he'll like the Cobra. I think he'll... Uh, He'll, he'll take that on board. But look, first and foremost, Costa is a, a tremendous fella. Um, he's a family man now. And I know him coming over here, having the security of, of three years that he can take care of his, his family and his little girl. I, I, I know that was a massive decision he had to, to make leaving yeah. Melbourne. Um, mm. And it's probably one that I, I think most overlook. With everyone in football, football's just a game, but we're all human. We, we all have to make the same decisions as everyone else. Mm, yeah. And family's very important to Costa. Well, and we'll be excited to see the Cobra perform again this weekend in the Big Blue. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> mate, I wanted to ask your opinion on something that I saw this week. Uh, Team Chelsea had an interesting release of some of the fines you can get as a player for not showing up for some of your requirements. I'll give you some examples. If you're late for training, it's five hundred pounds a minute. Wrong kit, thousand pounds. Late to the gym, thousand pounds. Phone ringing during team meal, thousand pounds. And here's my favourite: late for training, twenty thousand pounds. <laughs> Tell me, Brandon O'Neill, you guys got any kind of system like this at Sydney FC? If you're ten minutes late. <laughs> I tell you what, if we had a system like that, the end of season holiday, I think we'd be able to buy some sort of penthouse yeah. in, uh, You'd rent in an Vegas. <laughs> and exactly right, we'd be laughing. But now we've we've got a similar system, but to a definite lesser extent. I think some of the young young lads seeing that twenty thousand dollars for uh, for being right. late to train, and they were kind of doing the sums on their hands, thinking, "Oh my god, like." That's incredible. Right? How? How do they pay that much? Well, this could fund the end of season uh, party for us, Chris. Just every bad joke I tell, 20 bucks. We'll, yeah. we'll make so much money. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, if I was going into season trip, I think I'd go to the Chelsea dressing room at <laughs> Stamford Bridge. They'd be pretty, pretty yeah. smick. Anyway, all the very best for your game against Melbourne Victory tomorrow, 6 p.m. down at Jubilee. Branham, as you take them on in the Beyond Blue Cup in the Big Blue. Thank you very much, lads. A pleasure as always. Thanks, Brandon. Come on, you boys in blue. Oh, he's a sweetheart. I love talking to Sydney FC players. What about Cobra TV? That could be something. Oh, man, the Cobra. I think he liked that. Don't forget to catch the big blue. The Derby's always special. Tomorrow night, a Sydney FC take on Melbourne victory in the ninth annual A-League Beyond Blue Cup tomorrow at Jubilee Stadium. Grab your tickets from Ticketek. But don't worry about Ticketek. The legends want to get you off to the oh. game for free. One triple three five three. We've got a few doubles lying around that we want to give you if you give us a call right now. It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. Next... We've got our NRL Rugby League player tracker. Some big news and some news you might have missed. Find out what next. Like helping a weekend to the plums. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose. And we've got the NRL player tracker out at the moment. And they said it was never in doubt. But the Turbo Brothers have re-signed with Manly. And it puts a lot of speculation to bed, doesn't it, Chris? It puts a lot of speculation to bed, Lachlan, though I can't put to bed whether there's a chorus and a verse in that ACDC. Don't, who's don't try and understand the, the workings of an ACDC track. All I'll say is that Bulldogs can stop talking about signing the Trevojevic brothers now. I can just stop that whole 
Myth. $13 million over six years Crazy. for the combined deal. I hope they split it down the middle. I'd you hate re- to see a dispute okay. in the Travoyevich family household. Look, we're nice guys here. We want to be nice about it, but let's be... You reckon it's even? Yeah. You reckon Tommy gets a little bit mm. more, an extra cheeseburger a week, maybe? And, and, of course, there's all that talk about that third Travoyevich brother, and he's even better, apparently. Oh, my God, there's three? Can you imagine <laughs> it? Oh, God, scary. Now, in terms of player movement, Latrell Mitchell, a hot story. Uh, he's actually... We're off him. Well, well, I know the dogs are off dogs him. Dogs are off him. He's off going to Vegas. He's not going on the end-of-season trip. He's been doing the, the good thing and help fighting the fires up in Tari. Uh, he's a champion. Well, how good's that? Going back to your area and helping with the bushfires. Shout-out to everyone who's working hard right now because those fires are, are tough out there. And the... The cabal that runs the West Tigers, oh, Coach we, Michael Maguire, CEO go. Justin Pascoe, and <laughs> pl- football manager Alex Hardigan, Adam Hardigan, sorry, I think, happened to turn up in Tari this week. Oh, okay, Latrell, how are you oh, doing? What are you doing here, Latrell? Hey, we're looking for a centre. Let me just grab a hose and we'll chat about it. <laughs> I don't want to speculate, but the Roosters offered Latrell an extension of $800,000 a year for 2021 and 2022. And which, he turned that down, right? Well, he said, I'm going to the open market. That'd be okay. about $2 million, just over $2 million over three years. The rumoured Tigers deal adds up to $2.7 million over three years. Take, take the deal, Latrell. Take the deal. <laughs> yeah, okay, you want him, though? You want him to take the deal? You want yeah. him to be a Tiger? Yeah. He's X-Factor. Yeah, he is. He drives Mercedes Turbo, so it's good for image. <laughs> and he can kick goals. Perfect. <laughs> the Roosters are now focusing on re-signing JWH and Taki Aho, having signed up Joey Manu. So that's their focus. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. And I know you're mad for the Titans. Coach Justin Holbrook <laughs> has said Ryan James is not a lock for the captaincy. Yeah, cool. But it's not just player movement, Rose. Coaches are on the move as well. Yes. Isn't Nathan Brown ending up at the Warriors now? Am He's I hearing this? Ending up the Warriors as a specialist coach. Guess what, what a specialist coach does? I have no idea. They coach during the summer. <laughs> And then from time to time during the regular season. What? So they're a part-time coach. A part-time coach. Oh, specialist. That's what we are. Specialist radio staff. <laughs> After four long, difficult years, Trent Barrett is back at the Penrith Panthers. Oh, boy. That should be fun. He says, I've got no problems with Ivan Cleary. <laughs> and he's got no problems with the furniture at the Rugby League Academy out of Penrith. He has no problem telling porky buyers to the media, apparently. And then it's CEOs and chairs as well. So yeah. Stephen Humphreys used to be the CEO of the Tigers, has landed at Manly Rohingya. Okay. Uh, Jim Spirantino. I think is the right way to say it, as now the new Eel CEO. Oh, man, this is it, there's a lot of moving, not much shaking going on. And from Bryden's Lawyers, the principal sponsor of the Tigers, the new chair is Jim Hadjipatelis. Bless you. Who's taken over from Barry O'Farrell. Seven wonderful months from Barry. I'm not sure what he did. <laughs> Latrell, take the deal. Oh, stop it. We will keep you updated all throughout the week on all the play of movements, so keep it locked here on 104.9 at Triple M. But next, we have all the obscure and odd sports stories that you might have missed this week, and we're going to bring it to you next. It's the Weekend Legend here on Triple M. This show is definitely on the weekend. Whether these guys are legends may be debatable. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose, and, and we love recapping sport each week with you, and especially the weird and wacky stories that you might not have heard, which is why we do this. Wait, what? What did I miss? Lachlan, you're supposed to play audio there. The You've audio. made me sound unprofessional. Well, that, that makes sense. He's just missed the audio. He's Sorry. missed the audio. So we've all missed the audio. What did, what did Lachlan miss? The audio. We're good to go now. <laughs> Here's what you missed. Oh, gosh. Man. Oh, man. Oh. Rips the helmet off Rudolph's head and then eventually swings it and hits him in the head. Beyond words, oh, Joe. Oh, gosh. That's one of the worst things I've ever seen on a professional sports field. You're wondering what that audio is. One of the worst things... After it's played. After it's played. Thank you, Lachlan. One of the worst things he's ever seen in sports. This was a Browns v. Steelers game in the NFL this week. 
Miles Garrett from the Steelers hits a sack on their, on their quarterback, Mason Rudolph. They get into a bit of a scuffle. It turns into a fight. Miles Garrett rips the helmet off his opponent, Mason Rudolph, and starts attacking him with his own helmet. Hits him in the head. Is that illegal? Yes. Very illegal. If anything, that's a, an assault with a weapon, maybe. And uh, I, I don't know if that guy will ever play NFL again, but it's, it's crazy footage. It's another reason why we don't have helmets in rugby league. Yes. Katy Perry will be playing the T20 World Cup final at the MCG 8th of March next year. What do you mean? She's in the team? She's going to bat third? Or? She's doing raw oh, and doing a mini concert afterwards. She has formed. She was at the opening of the 2012 IPL in Chennai and Dougie mm-hmm. Bollinger was on stage yep. and she got him to put her arms around to demonstrate a cricket shot. An Indian lawyer filed accusations of publicly, public indecency in the Indian court <laughs> about Dougie's hepas. <laughs> uh, Sam, oh, Jesus. Sam Kerr. Big news for Sam Kerr this week. Signing with English heavyweights Chelsea. Amazing news for Australian football. She's probably to be the highest paid female footballer in the world now, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And finally, the Brisbane Broncos have come out and said, despite the fact that Darius is pushing veganism, they're still in favour of meat. Wait, Good Darius, Broncos. Darius Boyd's a vegan? He's come out in favour. He saw the Netflix The Game Changer and now <sighs> he's all vegan. Corey Oates says, I can't live like okay, that. Okay, if you make your life decisions off something you watched on Netflix, don't talk to me. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. The podcast will be up shortly. Happy yeah. Saturday, everyone. Happy McHappy Day and stay safe out there. We'll catch you this time next week. See ya. See ya. The Weekend Legends on Triple M. The Weekend Legends catch-up podcast. Best listen to in a Mazda BT50. Built smart and built tough. Make sure it's built like a BT50.